conversations you care about with people you know. This is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe on WKKX and WVLY. Brought to you by WVU Medicine. Well, it's a good day for singing the song. And it's a good day for moving along. Yes, it's a good day. How could anything go wrong? A good day from morning to night. Ohio Valley. Welcome to the show. 710, 10 minutes after the hour here. It is a Thoys Day. We've made it through this far. Only one more day to go after today, and the weekend will arrive upon us once again. 63 degrees, Wheeling, Ohio County Airport. 61 at the Highlands. 60 on the back deck in my uh, Elm Grove uh, poolside. 61 degrees here at the Robinson Auto Group Studios, downtown Wheeling in the heart of the Ohio Valley. It was, again, Bob Slider, a little bit foggy coming in this morning. I guess that's the way it's going to be for a while. Yeah, I guess I'm just getting used to it also, Howard. It's going to be a little bit foggy. Uh, there's a couple areas on uh, 70 between Elm Grove and uh, what would that be, Mount Ashano. you got to watch for deer. Yeah. But uh, once I get past there, I, I, I don't let it bother me. But I'm a little uneasy because I know the deer cross there. So uh, if you get past there, I don't think it's too bad. Yep. So watch out for the fog. It will burn off. Uh, it's going to be a, a humid day today, according to Adam Fike. Dew points are on the rise. So things will feel, using Adam's words, warm and uncomfortable. Well, I don't want to be. <laughs> I don't want that. I don't want that. Uh, temperatures in the low 80s, so that's not too bad. Uh, mostly sunny skies after the fog burns off. Tomorrow, sunny, and it will be in the mid-80s for tomorrow. And um, let's see, Saturday, uh, uncomfortable conditions again. Does he have to use these harsh words like that? Can't he say something, you know? Well, we all know how uncomfortable it was Friday, and then it seemed like we got a little bit of a break, Howard. You know, we were spoiled this week. I mean, to me, it was yeah, almost this was, like perfect weather. This was I, – I, you are absolutely right. I, I was – outside a couple of times just almost stood and said and sucked in the air and said you know this is this is the weather I can live with I, I, temperatures were a little higher than I, I always say 72 is my perfect temperature I think we were in the 80s but it was just perfect uh, sun wasn't beating down but the sun was there and it, it you're right this the, it was a absolutely almost perfect week uh weather-wise so will we have that coming again next week we'll check with Adam Fike he is working in the Weather Center. Taylor Long is over at the news desk getting Ohio Valley headlines ready for us. Bob Slider's got Slider on sports coming up. So we've got you covered on the news, sports, and weather. And uh, then we're going to have some uh, good conversation this morning. Yeah, we'll talk a lot about Trump for sure. Do that in a minute or two. But I'm looking at uh, West Liberty University. I told you I, I, they've got it. West Liberty has a, um, a billboard up in downtown Wheeling. If you come down 10th Street by the garage, you'll see it. It's a countdown billboard. Uh, countdown till, until we see you on campus. That's what they say. And it's on their website, too. I'm just looking at 18 days, 0 hours, 48 minutes, and 11 seconds. Now, to me, that is the countdown till summer's over. Summer isn't really over when the colleges go back to school. But still, it's like, it's like every day I see that downtown, it's like it's just a countdown saying, summer's almost done. Summer's almost done. 47 minutes, 53 seconds. It's like, geez. But I guess if you're getting ready to go back to school, you kind of keep that stuff in mind. 7.12 in the morning here on the Watchdog Morning Show. I should remind you before I get into some back-to-school conversation that you, too, can be part of this show. Let's be honest. It's Slider and I. That, that's what the show's really all about. It's Bob and me, and we do our thing. You know, and you are just like, you know, 
just on the outside looking in. But you can come inside from time to time by using the Frio Stack auction service text line at 304-214-1600. You can text us, and I'll share the text with people most of the time. Uh, and you can use the Frio Stack auction service hotline, 304-232-8255, 304-232-TALK. Give us a call, and you can be uh, part of the program. But again, I'm going to be brutally honest about it, Bob. This is all about you and me. Pretty much, Howard. That's Pretty just, much. That's, that's what it's all about. So 18 hours, uh, 18 days, zero hours, 46 minutes, 52 seconds till the kids at West Liberty go back to school. Uh, I believe they go back the same day my grandson Teddy goes back to school. Uh, I'm not sure. Didn't we see yet? Didn't somebody tell me yesterday some some public school goes back the 15th? I, I think it was Bob Westfall or maybe somebody, somebody uh, said, said they go yeah, back the 15th. starting early. I can't believe it. Of course, if you are going back to school, if you're a parent of back-to-school kids, you've already gone out and gotten your school supplies. I suppose that you have. I was thinking about this, Bob. When when you and I went to school, well, when you went to school, and, <laughs> not very much, Howard. Um, what were the what did you have to have for school supplies before you went back to school? Well, I, I mean, I lost interest early. Uh, so when I still had interest, you know, I always didn't last very long, but I'd always get one of those cool organizers, you yeah, know, the with, organizer. the, with the pouches. Yep. Yep. Uh, that was always good. I've always been a, more of a marker, uh, a pen guy than, than a pencil. Yeah. Uh, that's got me in a lot of trouble. But uh, <laughs> I, I, like you, I prefer a marker. So I had to have a couple of those. Your basic notebooks. And I think the thing that I maybe got into a little bit, I always liked the cool book covers. Howard seemed like people, they don't do even they have do books that? now. Do they do that anymore? Well, well, they cover you're, their you're computer. Right, they don't have books to yeah. begin with. Yeah. But I, yeah, I remember the, you're right. So they, I would get into that, maybe just something that would maybe catch your eye where you say, hey, that was, that's pretty cool. But other than that, I didn't care, Howard. I, I had forgotten about book covers. Probably to half our audience, they're going, book covers? What 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 is that? Um, First place, like the Tridelphia High School had, you could you could get Tridelphia High School book covers, and they were they were uh, 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 like a, a smooth plastic book cover you could put on there and little red, had, yeah, little red had little reds on and so on, uh, or you could get a book cover that uh, you know reflected your interest, whether you still were in Superman or mode or you had a favorite football player or something, and of course there always were, and we from time to time, my mom would just get paper bags. Remember that. Just, or uh, the funnies, uh, yeah, newspaper, yeah, just, that just would work. And wrap it up and make it a book cover. But uh, yeah, that's I forgot. <laughs> I had completely forgotten about book covers. Now, were you by the time you were in school, were book bags, you know, set backpack kind of thing? Were they still were they part of it? They weren't. Uh, in fact, you probably had more of the old fashioned. Remember, kind of like had the rope you yeah, would you, wrap you'd around. Hold it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, I bet what was high on your list, Howard. What do they call the pocket things that, that uh, you know, not to the don't take offense, but you pocket, know, like the nerdy kids. Pocket protectors. Were, yeah. The, how many of those did you go through a year, Howard? Right. Let me just be as honest as I possibly can. I had them. <laughs> I had them. I, I had the pocket protector. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. I was uh, so back to school for me was notebooks. The, the, the notebooks, the, 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 the notebooks go into the three ring binder or the, the, the um, organizer of some kind. I'm with you there. Um, pens, pencils, crayons of some kind. Uh, depends on what age group, I guess. You know, younger elementary school kids, when I, I would get crayons, older, not so much. Markers, like you said. Those were those were to me the the necessities of going back to school. No, I guess you know even probably to early teenagers you had to get a thing of crayons. That was you right. know because you were doing some kind of art class. Right. And you know what I dreaded more than anything, Howard, was the 
let's go uh, school clothes shopping. Because I knew oh. I was going to get wrapped. Some, <laughs> somewhere in that afternoon or evening, I was going to get wrapped probably at least a couple times. I just hated that. I mean, You didn't care for the school. Yeah. To this day, I hate Bobby, going. let's go get some new school clothes for uh, you. Man, I want to get in and out. I don't want to try this on. Oh, try give this me that, on. Give me that. Give no, me that. No, yes. Give me that, and I, I got to go. New pair of jeans, and I'm done. Right. Right? Yeah, exactly. Cricket Wireless did a survey. Now, consider it's quick Cricket Wireless, so this it kind of maybe shades this a little bit. First of all, 58% of parents think that school supplies have become more expensive these days. I, I, I believe that to be true because I believe everything to be more expensive these days. You read my mind, Howard. I was even going to say something like, uh, honey, did that loan come through? Remember, <laughs> we got to get school supplies. But then uh, we have the good bishop, and I know they do the same thing in Marshall County. Practically, they give it away, Howard. Yeah, yes. Anybody who needs school supplies can get them. And, of course, both Ohio and West Virginia have the uh, sales tax holiday on school supplies. I don't know. Is it this coming weekend? I think maybe it is where you can buy your school supplies without paying tax on them. So that's that's a little advantage as well. And anybody who needs the, the, the government assistance of some kind, it's, it's available there. 55% of parents believe kids today need more items for school than they did when the parents were parents. And I, I don't know what more items there would be, but that's probably true. Here's the one that stuck out to me. This is a survey of 2,000 parents. 72% say the number one thing their kids need to go back to school? A new phone. A smartphone. Yeah. I guess holding I'd have up. been a lot smarter. I if guess I'd holding had a up for Bob to see really wasn't the best radio thing. <laughs> yeah, smartphone. Seventy-two uh, percent say kids need a smartphone. Crazy. I I was just thinking again when I was a kid, Howard. I, I know what was important. You know, the teenage years circles that I ran in was a brand new pair of shoes. You know, you wanted yeah. the best leather Converse. Yeah. Or, you know, because that was that I was, was back in the I was back in the day when Keds, Keds were big. Yeah, yeah. My grandfather couldn't get over like uh, you could go to Pickways and you could get two pair for five dollars, <laughs> but you want to spend thirteen dollars on what are they called Converse? What the hell is so special about a Converse? <laughs> and of course, now they're one hundred and thirteen dollars. Oh, maybe two hundred dollars. <laughs> but seventy-two percent of parents say their kids need a smartphone. Uh, not when I was in school, but when my kids were in school, it was the beginning of the smartphone era. Actually, probably wasn't smartphones. It was just flip phones you know, to make calls on if if the kids had them they weren't allowed to keep them you know they, they didn't the schools didn't want smartphones in school howard i used to argue why are you taking my calculator away from me i'm not smart enough without my calculator but now they have all those gadgets right you, that's right absolutely. i'd have been a lot better at school howard if they would just let me use my calculator 72 percent of parents say kids need a smartphone 71 percent say they need a laptop for school now, I guess it is true in a lot of school systems, they, they put their, their uh, lesson plans on, online and a lot of stuff is done online. I guess you need a laptop. No, actually, many, if not most, I don't know that all, but many, if not most school systems provide either a laptop or a, an iPad or something for the kids. You know, my son Clay uh, is at West Liberty, and I'll occasionally watch him, and I'll say, uh, what are you doing? So I'm taking a test. It's an open book test. Again, they didn't have that. That was called cheating <laughs> okay. when I went to school. You know, that gets you rung up. Now it's encouraged. Oh, yeah, look up the answer. Feel free. Again, Howard, I'd have been a hell of a student back, you know, if they let me practice those. You're right. It's an open book test. 
That you're right. That's cheating. How do you <laughs> fail an open book test? Is there a timer? And do do yet, you have like eight minutes? What, what is yet, it? We both knew people who did fail the open book test. But you're right. That was cheating. That you you would have to sneak. You'd have to like I would have to make a distraction over here so you could look in the book real quick, you know, and then vice versa when well, it was my turn to look in the book. But <clears throat> anyway, today the most important thing the kids need is a smartphone. I'm telling you, I know I say it all the time, and yes, I'm now 70 years old, but God, the world has changed a one whale of a lot. If you yes, wanna, it has. If you want to tell us, if you're a parent of a kid who goes to school, whether it's uh, elementary school or junior high school, high school, or even college, what are the school supplies that you have to get for your kids? I would be curious. Are there things that we haven't talked about? Uh, to me, you know, pencil, paper, crayons, uh, an organizer. Backpacks are now a big deal. We started looking at backpacks for Teddy last night um, because, he, you know, he's like, he has so many characters he likes. Is it going to be a Mario backpack? Is it going to be a Sonic the Hedgehog backpack? And we spent a lot of time trying to decide what backpack he might want. So if you are a parent of a kid today, tell me what your kids have to take to school. And how many of you believe, let's do a quick show of hands here. Keep your one hand on the wheel if you're driving. Show of hands here. Uh, how many of you believe that a smartphone is a necessity for kids in school. I I just thought of another one, Howard. Again, when I was young, I remember a status symbol now, and it was like you described uh, uh, shopping for uh, for Teddy's backpack. Lunchbox. Remember lunchbox, the, yeah. the lunchbox, and you could maybe get an action right character. One. You had to find the one for your personality. That's exactly right. Again, were you a superhero kid? Were you a, a football kid, baseball kid? I remember my first one. Do you remember what, what yours was? Probably Superman. Mine was Rat Patrol. Remember the TV the Rat show Patrol. Rat Patrol? Yeah. I yeah. had one of those with the thermos, absolutely. You know where I used to watch Rat Patrol the most? When I was dating Nancy, her dad watched Rat Patrol in the evenings. and, and you know, They were in reruns at that point, of course. Ah, sit down, Howard. Watch and, a little Rat Patrol. We would, we would sit down to watch. And that's when he would give me the, you know, the, the once-over, a little bit more about <laughs> Exactly. What is it your attention, exactly. son? Exactly right. Exactly, exactly true. So anyways, if you want to uh, share some thoughts with us on Back to School, please do so. 722 in the morning here on the Watchdog Morning Show. The phone lines are open at 304-232-8255 or... 304-214-1600. That's the text line and uh, the Frio Stack auction service lines for you to use. Coming up today, in just a minute, we'll talk about the, uh, the Trump story. Trump attorney is suggesting that maybe West Virginia would be the site of his trial. I can see why they would suggest it. We'll talk about that a little bit later on this morning. Um, Axios, the uh, website that I read a lot, says the Democrats are concerned about an independent no-labels bid. We've talked about the presidential bid by no-labels, uh, and they are now pressing other Democrats to try to get this whole idea scotched. You know, this is important to us here because Joe Manchin is one of the ones considered as a possibility for a presidential candidate under new labels. Political analyst Matt Robeson and I will discuss the Trump indictments and why it seems so many people are just saying, no to following the law. And I'm, I'm not just talking about Donald Trump. I'm talking about the Alabama legislature who had a Supreme Court order on what they had to do. And the legislature in Alabama said, yeah, screw you. We're not going to do that. It's just one of many examples. Matt and, I, Matt and I will talk about that. And 1968, I remember it well. I do. was a definitive year in the 60s. Vietnam race riots, uh, uh, women's lib. Uh, the death of RFK Jr. and the death of uh, death of RFK and uh, of um, Martin Luther King, 
and the Nixon-Humphrey-Wallace race. Luke Nichter is an author who says that created a new template and tone for election battles ever since. He's with us to talk about that. So that's what I have for you. You can call or text and tell me what you have for us. The Watchdog Morning Show is underway here at 724. Coming up on Metro News Hotline. On the Thursday edition of the show, we'll be live at Ball Toyota in the Patrick Street Plaza to talk Mountaineer football. Jermaine Lucier from Gizmodo.com in the 3 o'clock hour. Larry Gross from Mountain Stage at 4. Kevin Kinder, BlueGoldNews.com at 533. Plus your calls, texts, tweets, interrupt in our question of the day. Metro News Hotline with Dave Weekly. Weekday afternoons from 3 to 6 at WVMetroNews.com and on this Metro News station. Babies come with lots of decisions. Cloth or disposable? Crib or bassinet? So when it comes to protection, go with the safest, most effective choice, vaccination. Get all the recommended vaccines for your baby by age two to protect your child against 14 serious childhood diseases. For more reasons to vaccinate, talk to your child's doctor. Go to cdc.gov vaccines or call 800-CDC-INFO. A message from the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. Hello, it's John Kozik, founder and president of TurboTrack Realty, and I buy houses as is, fast for cash. Call me today for an all-cash offer on any of your properties, and we can close within days at 614-470-2000, 614-470-2000. Do you own a property that's outdated and needs thousands of dollars in repairs? Great, I'll buy it. Give us a call today for an all-cash offer at 614-470-2000, 614 614- for Would it be convenient for you if you could simply take what you wanted and leave the rest behind? Great, I'll buy it. I buy vacant properties, inherited homes, divorce situations, death in the family, apartment buildings, rental portfolios. I even buy my tenant won't pay me the rent houses. Call TurboTrack Realty today for an all-cash offer and speak with one of our friendly staff members at 614-470-2000, 614-470-2000. Listen, be part of all of our shows. Use the Frio Stack Auction Service Hotline. Call or text us at 304-214-1600. The Frio Stack Auction Service Hotline. Your direct connection to the watchdog. Live from the Robinson Auto Group Studios. In the heart of the Ohio Valley, this is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. Never a chance to meet some old friends on the street. They wonder how does a man get to be this way. I've always got a smiling face, anytime in any place. And every time they ask me why, I just smile and say, You've got to. Kiss an angel good morning And let her know you think about her when you're gone Oh, I do that every morning. I wake up and there's my lovely wife there. Well, actually fixing me breakfast. (laughs) And I uh, give her a kiss and I say, thank you, sweetie, you're an angel. Right, honey? Right? That's what I do. Right, honey? Maybe she's not listening. I didn't get a response. You want her to call in, Howard. Why don't we put her live on the air, Howard? (laughs) 728 here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Text line 304-214-1600. Howard, is it Louie's Day today? No. No. We heard yesterday. Did not confirm this. 
But we heard that uh, Uncle Pete's has uh, Louis hot dogs on Thursday. Bob and I were going to go. But Bob's got to work. Guess where Bob's going for work? Not, 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 not Uncle Pete's. I'm going to Uncle Pete's. Oh, you're kidding me. I'll be there at 1131. Oh, man. But not with me. Nah. No. Yeah, taking other people. But I will be able to report to you, Howard. Oh, that's I'm, great. That's what I – yes, yes. I, I, I could eat a hot dog or I'd get a report on a hot dog. I'd be, that's what I want is a report on a hot dog. I already know how I'm going to order it, Howard. Can I have the Louie's hot dog light on the mustard, please? <laughs> I will be curious. I only know what's, what uh, Michael texted us yesterday. I, I don't know that they have Louie's hot dogs. I trust that Michael's right. He usually is the guy who texted me this stuff. But, um, but let me know how it was. Let me know how it was. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll go next Thursday by myself. Um, I want to do a little bit about Donald Trump here. We're going to do more with Matt Robeson coming up later on. Donald Trump will be in the courtroom today uh, in Washington, D.C., to his arraignment for the most recent indictments for federal felonies, basically having to do with his attempt to overthrow the election of 2020. So he will be in federal court. The um, law enforcement authorities in the nation's capital, the Capitol Police, uh, already have put up physical barriers. Uh, they said they'll have more in place by the time of the arraignment this afternoon. Uh, big security uh, scare yesterday of ca- in the, the in the Capitol. They had to send some of the people from the Senate uh, buildings out of their buildings, out of the Senate, because there was a, a, a scare. I don't want to call it a bomb scare. I don't know what it was, a terrorist scare, a threat of some kind. Uh, turned out not to be real, but there was a lot of concern it could be tied to the Trump thing. So Security is already tight. It's going to be tighter before Trump goes into the courtroom today. It is interesting to me. He does not have to appear in person. He was given the uh, the option of appearing in um, by video, and he decided he wanted to be there in person, which to me is interesting. That that's what Donald Trump would want to do. One of Donald Trump's attorneys was on CBS this morning yesterday. While we were doing our thing, he was on CBS this morning, John Laro. And um, he said that you know, what they might want to do, if this thing goes to trial, these most current indictments out of the D.C. jurisdiction, uh, he'd like to see the change of venue. Okay, I get that. I understand that. D.C. is a highly Democratic town, so I get that. You know where you'd like to move him to, Bob? Probably right here in uh, good old Wild and Wonderful. Yes, indeedy. Well, John Laro, the attorney, said, well, West Virginia would be, would be a good place to have the trial. What's his uh, proven uh, rating, uh, approval rating in West Virginia, like 98.5, something like that, he, Howard? He won, the, he won the election by 68%. He won every single county. Every single county he won. Um, and we are a blood red state. We are, I believe, the second most Republican state in the country. You can't find a Democratic elected official anywhere, and when we have one, they become Republican before very long. I think another one's about to change pretty soon. That's the rumor we're hearing out of Charleston. The Democrats, we are a dwindle. We're becoming an endangered species. So, yeah, I can see why he wants to have the trial here. But, boy, you'd love to sit on that jury, wouldn't you, Howard? Oh, please. Pick me. Pick me. Pick me. Pick me. That would be. <laughs> so, um now, Mr. Laro said uh, he thinks he can get a fair trial in West Virginia. <laughs> no. Uh, but he says also it's the political opposite of Washington, D.C., and I would concur with that. I looked up. Um, 95% of the people in D.C. voted for Biden last time, so D.C. may not be the best jurisdiction either. There's got to be a purple state, Pennsylvania, Maryland, someplace like that, where you got a 50-50 shot of getting Democrats and Republicans there. What you, you come to West Virginia— 
I mean, you gotta you you gotta go out in the hinterlands and try and find where's a Democrat. You see a Democrat? Anybody find a Democrat we could put on a jury? Because we have no we don't have any here. I mean, I'm I'm an endangered species. Yeah, if you're any kind of pr uh, prosecutor, you gotta be kicking and screaming and saying, "There's no way I'm gonna allow that." I, I object. I object. We, we can't go to West Virginia. <laughs> yeah. You might as well just acquit him right now. Yeah, exactly right. Look, let's just forget the trial and just because if you come into West Virginia, it, it's gonna be. It's going to be a, a jury of all Republicans, and we are, in this state, most Republicans are Trump Republicans, Trumpists. Um, even if you put a couple of Democrats on there, all you need is one of those Trumpists Just to be one. on there, and, and that'll do it. Uh, Alex Mooney, Congressman, you're a good friend of mine, Alex Mooney. Uh, you know, typical stuff. He calls this indictment an abuse of the legal system. He says that uh, my colleagues, meaning in Congress, should look at uh, defunding the Department of Justice and the FBI. Um, I pointed this out yesterday. Donald Trump has been indicted in three separate jurisdictions in New York, in D.C., in Florida, very soon almost guaranteed in Georgia, but at least, at least three right now, probably four when Georgia gets added. It is not the prosecutors who indict him. It is a grand jury, and a grand jury is made up of citizens. So at the moment, at least, and you have to have at least 12 to do it. The grand jury sometimes is larger than that, but 12 must agree. So across this country, in three different places, at least 36 citizens of the country, not Democratic prosecutors, not Biden's Department of Justice, citizens of the country, at least 36 of them said, Trump needs to go on trial. And this, this whole idea of calling it a political thing, just, just get over it. it, just, it, it, it that just isn't the case. We'll talk more about Trump coming up a little bit later on. Uh, Matt Robus and I are going to spend some time talking about it in the uh, 9 o'clock hour. 7.34, 26 to the hour, foggy morning, 63 outside at the airport, 61 at the Highlands, 60 at uh, Elm Grove, and 61 here at the Robinson Auto Group Studios downtown Wheeling in the heart of the Ohio Valley. Got a couple of texts coming in. Bob, you got something you want to talk about? And we've got um, Adam Fight coming up. But first, why don't we check in with uh, Taylor Long. For Ohio Valley Headlines. Good Thursday morning, everyone. I'm Taylor Long with your 7 News Headlines on this August the 3rd. The man convicted of the deadliest anti-Semitic attack in American history has been given the death penalty. A federal jury in Pittsburgh has recommended the death penalty for 50-year-old Robert Bowers for killing 11 worshipers at the Tree of Life Synagogue. Several other victims were injured in the rampage. The shooter's attorney has offered a guilty plea in exchange for a life sentence, but prosecutors refused, arguing Bowers held a deep-seated animosity towards Jews and immigrants and showed no remorse for his actions. Those in the courtroom said Bowers showed little emotion when he was sentenced. A judge will impose the sentence at a later date. And the jury in the William Carmen murder trial was shown extremely graphic and disturbing evidence yesterday. Many of the photos gathered from the event were hard to look at. On day three of the murder trial, Sergeant Rob Safry testified on behalf of the prosecution. He responded to the call on the day of the victim's murder and gathered video and photographic evidence that depicted her brutal murder. The evidence was shown in detail to the jury and taken into evidence with no objections by the defense. Carmen's trial will continue today, and the defense is expected to start presenting their witnesses and evidence. Stay with 7 News for updates as we continue to follow this trial.
And some good news for the Harrison County Sheriff's Office and the county. Officials are set to break ground on the brand new Harrison County Jail in two weeks. The jail will have 60 beds, different housing units, a full service laundry and a kitchen. There will also be a reception and visitation unit along with two Sally ports for transportation. Sheriff Joe Myers says it's been a long time coming and having a jail in the county will save time, money and bring in more jobs. The groundbreaking ceremony is set for August 17th at 11 a.m. at the old U.S. Army Reserve. All are welcome to attend. That was a look at your headlines. Have a terrific Thursday. I'm Taylor Long, working for you. Why? Just think about it. Why is the number one selling brand of chainsaws not sold at Lowe's or the Home Depot? We can give you over 10,000 reasons. That's how many authorized local steel dealers you can find across the country. Visit one and you'll find a range of dependable gas and battery powered tools from trimmers to blowers. And you'll find service from experienced professionals. Real steel. Find yours at steelusa.com. Lowe's and Home Depot are trademarks of their respective companies. Hello, it's John Kozik, founder and president of TurboTrack Realty. And I buy houses as is fast for cash. Call me today for an all cash offer on any of your properties and we can close within days at 614-470-2000. 614-470-2000. Do you own a property that's outdated and needs thousands of dollars in repairs? Great, I'll buy it. Give us a call today for an all cash offer at 614-470-2000. Would it be convenient for you if you could simply take what you wanted and leave the rest behind? Great, I'll buy it. I buy vacant properties, inherited homes, divorce situations, death in the family, apartment buildings, rental portfolios. I even buy my tenant won't pay me the rent houses. Call TurboTrack Realty today for an all-cash offer and speak with one of our friendly staff members at 614-472-000, 614-472-000. Need a new suit? Looking for a good book? Searching for a unique gift? The Ohio Valley's premier shopping choice is the Highlands. Find jewelry, hot new tech, arts and crafts, over two dozen stores to visit. From Walmart and Target to Cabela's, Menards, Kohl's, and Old Navy. Plan a day out of shopping, dining, and entertainment at the Highlands. At the top of the hill off I-70. See it all online at hitthehighlands.com. Information, interviews, debates, and discussion. Plus, an occasional rant with Bob Slider behind the board. This is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. Lord, I hope this day is good. I'm feeling empty and misunderstood. I should be thankful, Lord, I know I should. But Lord, I hope this day is good. 739, 21 to the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Frio Stack Auction Service Hotline or Text Line available. Text line is 304. 304- 214-1600. Bob, we have been talking about back-to-school supplies um, off the uh, Frio Stack auction service text line. Nowadays, you have to buy tissues, sanitizers, wipes, paper towels, and so on. Why not just bring the kitchen along with you? Uh, it's ridiculous. You have to save money just to be able to afford all the stuff you have to take back to school, especially if you have uh, three children. Yikes, says our texter. Uh, I never thought about that, but that's probably true. Those, you know, sanitary things which always are part of it but i guess after the pandemic 
more so, you know, bringing tissues and sanitizers and wipes and all that kind of stuff. Uh, those have become critical part of back-to-school supplies, too. So good point. Thank you for the text. Another text off the uh, Frio Stack Auction Service text line talking about Donald Trump. Remember that Trump had said, I love the undereducated living in West Virginia. And so Thanks, I, Don. He, he did uh, he did say that 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 uh, that is true appreciate that and uh, looks like I was looking for something else now, was he talking about Alex Mooney there Howard yeah well, that could be that would could be whom he, he already told uh, Alex listen pal get out uh, you're not get, you're not getting the endorsement uh, I gotta go with JJ he's my boy he's my boy 740 20 till the hour here on the watchdog morning show as you said earlier Bob really the last few days have been about as pleasant a day as you could get. It didn't seem too humid. It was, you know, the temperatures were pleasant. I was outside a lot. Just felt like, ah, this is good. This is the the fun time of summer, almost a little bit fall or spring like. But really, the weather's been pretty good. However, Adam Fike, I understand things could get a little more sticky today. Is that right? Yeah, unfortunately, so all good things must come to an end. So <laughs> humidity up today, but we at least still see sunshine. That's a positive. A temperature's not too not too wildly hot. It's just going to be the humidity is going to make it. Uh, again, I, repeating my word, going to make it sticky, right? Yep, temperatures. I would say under control. Most of us should be in the low 80s. Might see rogue spot here or there where it's the mid 80s. So it's not going to feel necessarily bad itself yet. It's summer, so it's going to feel very warm. But it's those dew points in the 60s that are going to make things pretty sticky and uncomfortable. Yeah. Uh, but but all in all, not a bad day. Just have to have to live with that. Um, and uh, tomorrow's not too bad either, right? Tomorrow, pretty much the same thing. Maybe a little bit more in the way of clouds, temperatures a degree or two warmer, but pretty much same thing. Then take me into the weekend. What do we have to look forward to this weekend? Okay, so Saturday, clouds continue to increase. So it's still going to be humid and very warm, but it's not going to be the beating sun like we're going to see today and tomorrow, where it's going to feel a little extra warm. Sunday, it's our day where we can see temperatures in the mid to upper 80s, partly cloudy, so expect piers of clouds, piers of sunshine. But we could see a stray shower or rumble of thunder after sunset. I expect most of the activity, though, to come for our day on Monday. So much of our weekend stays dry, minus a pop-up shower too today, tomorrow. Maybe a stray shower Sunday, but really the bulk of our activity is going to come at storms Friday on Monday. And that could be thunderstorms, right? Yep, thunderstorms. Early heads up on that is any of those could produce heavy downpours and gusty winds. So be aware of that coming up on Monday. Temperature will be okay, but it's just going to be a stormy day apparently. Yep, we could see a round or two in the morning, but much of the activity should be Monday afternoon. But like you said, temperatures under control in the low 80s. But then Tuesday, once again, we can get stuck in the upper 70s. So we're starting to, yeah, start to drop a little bit. That sounds good. Uh, well, that's it's not a bad forecast. I mean, it's, again, I, I, for some reason, the last few days, I just have felt, maybe it's been my personal attitude. I don't know. I just felt really good. The weather just seemed to be just, just about right. You know, not too cold, not too hot, just, just about right. Goldilocks weather, I guess I would call it. <laughs> I was thinking the same exact thing. It's like I've been a little – I've always a happy, joyful person. But it was like I can get stressed sometimes in forecasting the past couple of days. One, it was an easy forecast. But yeah. it's just, I've been a lot more peaceful lately. Weather – I mean, it is – weather can really affect your mood, at least my mood. Weather can really affect my mood. 
I Come can... on, guys. Weather has nothing to do with it. Abby's with him now. That's that's why he's whistling. Oh, he's got a little oh, bounce in his step. Are you well, kidding? He's got a little something more more than the wind under his sails. Yeah, you're right. You're Bob, right. <laughs> let me be completely honest. Women sometimes can cause extra stress. So I would blame the weather more for my emotions than she does. All right, meteorologist. <laughs> He's not listening, so I can say that and be honest. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, yeah. No, I, weather can weather affects me. I, it doesn't affect you, Bob. If it's a dark, it dreary, miserable day, on the other hand, I can be in a bad, bad, bad mood, and then get a day like yesterday where the sun is out, it feels good, it's pleasant temperatures, and I and I suddenly feel like I'm I'm up. I want to do something. I'm perky. I want to do something. So, weather. I mean, weather. And Adam, I believe there's actually scientific research on this, right? Weather affects our moods. I know there's, I don't remember the exact study, but it was done by, I think it was a neurologist and uh, I don't remember if it was a climatologist or meteorologist. It was actually how air pressure affects your brain and your nerves. That's why a lot of people feel like pressure pains when right. low pressures come on through. It's so like people who generally are older who have joint pain tend to feel it. Your brain can do the same thing. So when it's drizzly, rainy, stormy, you tend to be more depressed compared to sunny where you're more happy because you're receiving more energy, vitamin D, stuff like that. Right. All right. appreciate the forecast. I appreciate the good conversation. And I suppose we ought to give it a try again tomorrow. What do you think? Well, we shall see. But you might not like it come Monday. Yeah. That's, well, well, then let's just get through the weekend and be happy. And then I'll get grumpy on Monday when the storms come. And if I get grumpy enough, I'm just taking the day off again. It's the way I've decided. You're going to be grumpy. That's the way it's going to work. When I'm grumpy, that's it. I'm done. That's it. Just call it quits. I'll plan to not talk to you guys on Monday then. (laughs) All right, Adam. But we will talk to you tomorrow. Thanks a lot. Thank you. 746-16, no, 14 to the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Online auction for the Frio Stack people uh, coming, wrapping up on uh, Monday. Uh, this is at Harding Avenue in Wheeling. Where's Harding Avenue? Do you know? I think that's over in, what would that be, Park View, the president. Okay. I, th- I think you got Grant, you got okay. Taylor. I, got you. I think I Harding you. might be okay. made the list, Howard. That makes sense. Um, for live internet. No, video, I could be wrong. Too, I, so. Well, it's put it in your GPS. That's the thing to do. It's 128 Harding Avenue in Wheeling. Uh, the online auction is underway right now. For live internet bidding, you can go to frioandstack.com, click bid now, and you can bid on all these different kinds of things. Lots of collectibles I see here, Bob. Uh, Pennsylvania Dutch style 19th century applique quilt. Mm. People collect quilts like crazy. Uh, yeah, I. They do. I like to use them. People put them up and want to look at them. No. See, that's my thought. If I, I wrap up in that, I love a good quilt, but I love it wrapped around me on a cold day, right? But anyways, uh, this is a, that's a collectible they've got there: um, canning jar, Crocs, uh, uh, skillets, coal miners' lunchbox. Well, there you could take that to school. I'm a, let me take that to school. We're talking about going back to school. Uh, NASCAR diecast collectibles, um, wheeling galvanized ashtray. Elm Grove Bank Bag. That would be just kind of cool to have to you know, carry money in or something. Elm Grove Bank Bag. Then a lot of vintage kitchenware. Um, tractors, vintage car parts, and tools also. The auction is underway right now. It is an online-only auction. The bidding will close on Monday starting at 10 a.m. And, we, Bob, we often talk about that it kind of rolls in closing throughout the day, right? 
Right, and don't take Howard's word for it. Go check all this stuff out yourself. Frioandstack.com, and uh, and you'll you'll see all the the items that are up for uh, up for bids. And you can bid right now. The live internet bidding is underway right now. Frioandstack.com. On the last talk line on Metro News, the House Minority Leader, Democrat Doug Scaff from Kanawha County, saying he's going to leave that position. The conclusion of interims or a special session, whichever concludes first, I will be uh, stepping down as the Minority Leader of the House of Delegates. Uh, approximately effective next week, August 8th, 9th, whenever the special session concludes. That announcement coming on TalkLine. Keep up with what's happening in West Virginia by listening to TalkLine. Weekdays at 10.06 right here on this Metro News radio station. Save 11%. A Menards unbeatable selection of Atlas roofing products. Castlebrook, Briarwood, and Pinnacle Shingles feature a limited lifetime warranty, up to 130 mile per hour wind warranty, and a super wide design for fast installation. Protect your home for years to come and save 11% on all Atlas shingles right now at Menards. Good through August 6th. Savings are mail in rebate. Some exclusions apply. See store for details. Save big money at you want a hospital rising up to the challenges of today's healthcare demands. WVU Medicine Wheeling Hospital delivers the right care right here at home. Developing new and exclusive services, recruiting top surgeons. We embody the mountaineer spirit, building upon strong traditions, pioneering medical care, moving forward with compassion. WVU Medicine Wheeling Hospital, delivering the right care, right place, right time. How much could a cyber attack cost your business? The costs stemming from a cyber attack can vary tremendously, but are extremely significant. Recent studies have shown that the average cost of a data breach to small business can range from $120,000 to $1.2 million. In addition to financial loss, companies also suffer downtime, lost opportunities, and data recovery expenses that can all quickly add up. Could your organization survive a cyber incident? If you are unsure if you are doing enough to protect your data, reputation, and dollars from cyber criminals, contact the team at Omni Strategic Technologies today. Omni has the right tools and support to help keep your business protected. Call 304-242-7600 and schedule your free consultation today or visit omniperforms.com. Omni Strategic Technologies, the only cybersecurity and advisory firm that the watchdog trusts. Broadcasting from the Ohio Valley, talking about the Ohio Valley. We're live and local. This is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe, brought to you by WVU Medicine. How old you think I am, he said. I said, well, I didn't know. He said, I turned 65 about 11 months ago. I was sitting in Miami pouring blended whiskey down when this old gray black gentleman was cleaning up the lounge. There wasn't anyone around except this old man and me. The guy who ran the bar was watching Ironsides on TV. 
uninvited He sat down and opened up his mind On old dogs and children And watermelon wine you know, I was listening to that song because I, I thought, I think the, the, the intent of that is this poor 65-year-old man, he's so old and decrepit and it's the, you know, the world is coming to an end. And given that I just turned 70 a few days ago, somehow that, that bothers me a little he's bit. He's a whippersnapper compared to you, he's, Howard. He is. I heard a commercial coming in this morning um, <clears throat> and it was a kid giving a gift to his granddad for his 62nd birthday. And the, again, the theme of it was poor old granddad, so old, so old, 62. And I'm thinking, gee, many Christmas, you know, just stop it. Just stop it. We old folks are, we have much, much to contribute still uh, in this world, in this world. I mentioned a text that I got earlier, um, said, Howard, remember Trump uh, said that, um, I love the undereducated in, in West Virginia. And I'd like to get offended by that, but unfortunately, Business Insider listed the five least educated states in America. The least educated states. Number five, Oklahoma. Okay. Not sure why, but okay. Number four, Louisiana. Okay. Number three, M-I-S-S-I-S-S-I-P-P-I, Mississippi. New Mexico is the second least educated state in America, which leaves... We're number one. We're, we're number, number one. one. We're number one. West Virginia, the least educated state in America. The lowest percentage of population age 25 or over, older with a bachelor's degree among all the states. Less than 10% of the population in that same group hold a master's or professional degree. 10 0.8% of kids between 18 and 18 and 14, I'll put it the other way, 14 and 18, anyways, between 18 and 14, don't have a high school uh, education. 10%. Scary. So there you go. There you go. We are the, and so when, we're number one. We're number we're one. Number we're one. Number, you know, I, I mean, Trump is a liar, liar, pants on fire all the time, but I guess when he says West Virginia is uneducated, He's telling the truth. And we know what they're talking about when they're sitting around the table this morning, Howard. They're saying, man, you got to get this trial in West How Virginia. Do, Trump is telling them right now, you got to move it to West Virginia. Call Governor Justice. He'll make something JJ happen. On the He'll make something happen. Six before the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show, it is time for Slider on Sports. Key Brian Hayes. Remember that name, folks. Key Brian Hayes. Key Brian Hayes. Struck out looking with the bases loaded with two outs in the bottom of the ninth inning yesterday, giving the Detroit Tigers a 6-3 win over the Pittsburgh Pirates yesterday afternoon at PNC Park. Hayes, remember that name. Hayes made his first start. Key Barrel. <laughs> Key, okay. Key Brian. Key Brian Hayes. Yeah. Made Key his Brian first Hayes. start at third base since uh, July 6th. Because of a bad back, Hayes smiled. Key Brian Hayes smiled, shook his head after looking at strike three because of a bad bat. He stinks. The Pirates rallied. A with bad two. bat, as in like you swing bad a bat. Bat. bad bat, as in your well, he has a bad back, but he also has a, a, a bad, bad bat. bat. Okay, gotcha. The Pirates rallied with two outs in the bottom of the ninth against Tiger closer Alex Lang. Pittsburgh rookie Henry Davis drew a, a four-pitch walk to force in Brian Reynolds to make it a 6-3 lead. 
Andrew McCutcheon went three for four with a walk. The Pirates traveled to Milwaukee to face the Brewers tonight. Your starting pitchers, Mitch Keller for the Bucks, Adrian Hauser for the Brew Crew. First pitch, 7.15 Eastern time. I don't know if you stayed up and watched this last night, Howard. But the semifinals of the TBT. What? TBT. The, the basketball tournament uh, were last night. Heard that was in it. They were. They didn't do very well. Uh, Marshall alumni heard that were defeated by Heart Fire, 73 to 68. At one point, uh, heard that was getting crushed uh, by like I think 15, and I turned it. But they came back and made a rally. But it wasn't good enough. Who is Heart Fire? Do you know where are they? From? I do not. I think it's an all-star team. I think oh, okay. they just went out and got the best players available. Uh, the other game was Bleed Green. <laughs> Over Friday Beers, I love that name, Friday Beers, 68 <laughs> to 65. That sets up a Bleed Green and Heart Fire Championship game tonight for a million dollars. Winner takes all, Howard. You can catch that game on ESPN, 7 o'clock tip-off. And over in Guernsey County, Ohio, testimony continued in the Josh Sills case. A nurse at an Eastern Ohio hospital emergency room uh, described the victim's injuries. A friend of the victim testified what she was told about the incident. Sills is being charged with rape and kidnapping. Sills plays professional football in the NFL for the Philadelphia Eagles. He played his college ball at West Virginia University. Slatter on Sports Time, 758. The um, heard that it was the semifinals, I think, last night. I mean, so it they, was. they, One did, game they away. did really yes. well. They got if they had won that, they'd be in the finals tonight. So they uh, heard that did very well. Uh, beat West Virginia last week, and uh, but they've moved on. Uh, so good on them. They're the Marshall University veterans team there. Yeah, I, you know what? They they showed up, and we talked about it Friday down at the Italian Festival, Howard. It, and I was I was somewhat uh, pretty vocal. I I just I heard it from everybody. I watched it on TV. To me, they just didn't show up. You know, and and Who, that ticket. Which which one? Best Virginia. Best Virginia. Yeah. You know, and that ticket wasn't cheap. You know, a lot of fans looked out to support them uh, and, and spent money. And, and to my opinion, they just just didn't show up. Marshall did. Way to go, heard that. And they, they were they were one game away from the million-dollar contest. a chance for a million bucks, million absolutely. Bucks. Yeah. Um, did, did you hear how, how was attendance of the TBT? I, re- I didn't hear. I didn't necessarily. It may have been in the paper or on TV7 or something, but I didn't pay attention to it. You know, the early games, I think especially that with that Thursday night card with the f- feature game was best well, for the two of them, yeah. Yeah, I, I think it was good. I said it was very vocal. Uh, but then after that, I'm just not sure. Because then they hosted the uh, the, the super region, the I next guess, region, yeah. where, where Syracuse, the region of Syracuse, came down here and played. So. It would be interesting to see how uh, and how many folks did come into town and you know and how did they feel about our streetscape project and all that. Look out for that pothole. Look out for that barrel. (laughs) Just about eight o'clock here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Uh, A couple of things I want to get into. A couple of things Bob wants to get into. And uh, in the next hour, we talk to Luke Nichter, who's written the book 1968, the year that broke politics. Um, I've I've skimmed through it. There is some interesting things in there about. Uh, 1968, some things I didn't know about on the political side of things. So uh, he's going to join us coming up in the next hour of the show to talk about his new book, just released this week, 1968, The Year That Broke Politics. We're looking at um, low 60s everywhere around the Ohio Valley. We're looking for a high today in the low 80s. It's currently 8 o'clock, and ABC covers the world now. Little children, while they're still too young to hate. AM 1370 WVLY Moundsville. From ABC News. 
I'm Brian Clark. For the third time in four months, former President Donald Trump will be arraigned in court. ABC's Mary Bruce says he's due this afternoon in federal court in Washington, D.C., where he'll be indicted in connection with the January 6th attack on the Capitol. He is expected to travel by private jet, sources telling us he'll be accompanied by members of his legal team and campaign staff. His motorcade will then wind its way through downtown Washington, going just blocks from the White House and the Capitol. Donald Trump returning to the alleged scene of the crime. The former president's lawyers have suggested his statements about the 2020 election are protected by the First Amendment, but his former attorney general, Bill Barr, disagrees with that premise. All conspiracies involve speech and all fraud involves speech. So, uh, you know, free speech doesn't give you the right to engage in a fraudulent conspiracy. Robert Bowers will be sentenced to death today. A jury in Pittsburgh recommended the death sentence for the perpetrator of the worst anti-Semitic attack in American history. The 2018 massacre at the Tree of Life Synagogue in Pittsburgh left 11 dead, including Howard Feinberg's mother, Joyce. The jury sat through months of horror and delivered justice to my mom and everyone that was killed and everyone injured and everyone beyond. Bank of England hiked its interest rate to the highest point in 15 years, part of the global fight against inflation. Stocks in the U.S. were down Wednesday after Fitch ratings downgraded the U.S. credit rating because of debt and political difficulties. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen disagreed. Its flawed assessment is based on outdated data and fails to reflect improvements across a range of indicators, including those related to governance that we've seen over the past two and a half years. At least 13 people were hurt in South Korea after a man drove a car onto a sidewalk and began stabbing people. A suspect's been arrested. You're listening to ABC News. At Fisher Investments, our clients know we have their backs. How do your clients know that? Because Fisher Investments is a fiduciary, the highest standard for a financial advisor. It means we're there for our clients and always put their interests first. So wait, you do it because you have to? No. We do it because it's the right thing to do. Our clients trust us with their retirement savings, and we know how important that responsibility is. So we take the time to really get to know them. Get to know them how? We make sure we understand their unique goals, finances, health, family, and lifestyle, so we can tailor their portfolio to their specific needs. Our goal is to help them achieve a comfortable retirement. Sounds like a big responsibility. You must make big commissions then, right? No, we don't sell commission-based products. We have one single transparent fee that's structured so we do better when our clients do better. Visit FisherInvestments.com to find out why investors like you are switching to us. Fisher Investments, clearly different money management. Investing in securities involves the risk of loss. Gas prices are still on the rise across the country. The national average, according to AAA, is $3.78 a gallon. That's up 25 cents in the last month. An August jump like this is unusual, and ABC's Whit Johnson says there are a few reasons for it. Gas prices in the U.S. often driven by the price of crude oil, which has jumped about $12 per barrel since early July. Several factors to blame here, including the heat. When it gets too hot, refineries will often scale back production for safety reasons, and some OPEC countries like Saudi Arabia have decided to cut back production by about 1 million barrels per day.
The IRS is making a push to go paperless. Most taxpayers will be able to digitally submit a slew of tax documents and other communications to the IRS next filing season. The agency has been plagued by tons of paper to process and aims to go to online filing completely by 2025. The paper reduction is being accomplished by some of the billions for the IRS in the Inflation Reduction Act passed a year ago. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen says, of course, taxpayers will always have the choice to submit documents by paper. Chuck Sievertson, ABC News. It's another hazing lawsuit against Northwestern University. Ramon Diaz, his fellow members of the school's football team, shaved Cinco de Mayo in his hair. He was the only Hispanic person on the offensive line. Reports that former coach Pat Fitzgerald may have been aware of hazing led to his firing last month. This is ABC News. You know that big bargain detergent jug is 85% water, right? 85% water? I thought I was getting a better deal because it's so big. If you want a better clean, Tide Pods are only 12% water. The rest is pure, concentrated cleaning ingredients. Ooh, pass me the intercom thingy. Attention shoppers. If you want a real deal, try Tide Pods. Don't pay for water. Pay for clean. If it's got to be clean, it's got to be Tide Pods. Water content based on the leading bargain liquid detergent. 